This is James Hake. This is the Hake Report. We are live on DLive, Facebook, Periscope, Trovo, YouTube. Twitch should be connecting shortly. The live audio feed as well, which is Talk Stream Live, also on JLP Live Live. Very nice. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson. It is 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Thursday, March... Not March. April 1st. April Fool's, it's not March. April 1st, 2021, first Thursday of the month. 7 p.m. at Bond, make sure you... Come on out, guys. And by guys, I mean males. Biological males. For the men's forum, men's forums are excellent. Always. Always. You never regret it. And you... Someone is translucent. If someone is translucent, then they can't be white. I think they can, because polar bears... I heard that their polar bear's fur is actually transparent. Like straws. But yet... Oh, I need to do more explosions. But yet, they appear white, even though their skin is like black, I heard. <laughs> anyway. I have a little bit of hand-picked music for you. This one is a little bit of a, this is a bit of a harsher number. This is Frodis. Uh, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play aloud. <laughs> this is the year of the hex, and it does sound devilish, but it's Christian. And I will be getting to your calls, guys. 888-775-3773. I guess you can turn it down a little. But I can't tell, honestly, how loud it is for the other people. Because when I listen online, it doesn't sound so, so loud. You are a talk stream. So I'm going to talk about the attack on b men, boys, children, women. I have a nice throwback clip. Shout out to JJ Money. Is it JJ Money? Somebody gave me a nice tip from That's the Point with Brandon. And I had seen it. J JLP had shown it to me. From during the riots. The riots. Some madness going on. And some of the old school blacks, the old heads, did not want to go deal with it. This is Christian LM Beward. Oh, this is Christian. I like the music, Hake says JS. That's right, this is white music. Loud noises. This is Frodis. Frodis is playing. This is horrible, Hake says hate speech. <laughs> Getting mixed reviews. What does Skip say about it? He's the only one who matters. Oh, Lord, Hake and his music. <laughs> With the cringes. Yeah, no, this is a song about greed, basically. Crazy. Trade trade love for dividends. I thought it was trade love for intelligence, which is another line that I would have liked. Yeah, I don't know if I'm demonetized on DLive. It seems like it, huh? I turned it to mature audiences only, but they still don't allow you to give me super chats on DLive. But you can go to Trovo or Streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. I will be reading your Streamlabs support. What else am I going to read about? Oh, Kamala Harris is evil. And she seems to be kind of taking over or meddling or too much involved in this leadership thing. Not good. There's major attacks on voter integrity. It's really screamy, huh? Screamy music. I like it. 
but some of you guys probably don't. And immigration redistribution. Immigration is a redistribution of wealth and of poverty and ghettos and dis infighting and destruction. Led by women and female-minded liberals, males. I'm going to talk about that too. Biden is all for it. Of course, right? And so is the UN. The UN is... It's a whole lot of mess. Let's go ahead. The name of the band playing is Frodus. F-R-O-D-U-S, Bradley. Thank you for the question. Christian death metal strange combo. I don't think of this as death metal. <laughs> no, I think of it as like post-punk. Sounds angry. Bipolar jams. It's part of that thing that I was telling you guys about with regard to white music. How it's either angry, discordant, um, or just silly. Or, uh, sad and pathetic. What is- I don't even think it's Screamo. It's not Screamo, this predates that stuff. This is from 99 or 2000. Okay, guys. Let me go ahead and fade out this music. Thank you guys for bearing with me. I enjoy it. But anyway, let's get right on. Hey, hire Joel to play better music. <laughs> That's cold. With the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. doing I am fine somebody says there is Christian black metal hake I know isn't that is that the stuff that's from Norway or something like that like extol anyway um, I will be getting to your calls 888-775-3773 I just want to play a clip that I came across from TikTok. actually it was a tip sent to me thank you guys for the uh, Twitter DMs if you DM James Anton Hake I'm more likely to see it uh, whatever. But this was a from a foreign country, probably the UK. Schoolboys, and you may have even seen or heard about this on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Schoolboys forced to apologize to girls at an assembly. And it's so you look at these boys, they're like young. They like barely even like girls, if at all. Yet, you know? Listen to this clip 11. It's just a brief clip. It's kind of, I just, it cuts off after 30 seconds or so. It's like Inside Edition or something like that from a foreign country. And I want to say that it's the UK or something because of the way they talk or maybe Australia or something. So listen to this. Parents Ridiculous. fuming over a high school assembly at which teenage boys were forced to stand up and apologize to female students on behalf of all men for rape and sexual assault. The education department admitted the school got it horribly wrong. What about our boys? What about our boys? We all got labeled as predators. They told us to stand up and turn to a girl in our um, class and say sorry. Students and their parents taking a stand. 
Do you think there are any students here who do support what happened yesterday? Uh, not that I know of, no. And there is no way in hell that I would ever I'll stand by accuse that. any other man other than my rapist. Last Wednesday at a full school assembly at Brower College in Victoria's Warrnambool, without warning, oh, this video on sexual assault begins to play. This rape culture is so deeply ingrained. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How is my stream? I think it's okay. That, then that was from A Current Affair. A Current Affair. News 9, I want to say that it's Australia, right? Victoria is Australia. It's Australian. <laughs> and this, you saw the purple-haired feminist saying, I wouldn't accuse any man other than my rapist. I'm calling her a feminist because she's talking about her rapist and she has purple hair. And she looks like she's a parent. Like a mother. And so even the liberals are saying, oh, this is ridiculous. But the liberals are no different, honestly. And the rhinos who go along with this stuff or whatever they have over in Australia. They're big talkers. Aussies are sims or simps. It's a shame. And that's all the Me Too movement was. And it's what they're really doing with spinning the Epstein situation mess. Just an attack on the men. You just know, you'll notice that when you look at how the women, I like Purple Harris's winter rains. Um, you'll notice that when they, when you hear the Epstein's supposed victims talk, talking about the men and want to protect the girls, but they're runaways with bad parents. It's terrible. What a mess. I have some callers who want to talk about, well, Skip is on the line, actually, wants to talk about the Korean woman who was attacked. Hang tight, Skip, and my second favorite caller is also on the line with whatever I'm talking about, whatever that means. Here's another throwback. I got a shout out to JJ Money. Is it JJ Money? Whites only, <laughs> says a black guy. I saw this back probably in July when it went viral of last year, and as you well know, last year, around summertime, was when the riots and crime were out of control. Robberies and all kinds of stuff. This is from World Star, as in, <laughs> as in World Star Hip Hop. Chicken Wangs, like Wang, W-A-N-G-S, business owner says he's no longer servicing his people. It's going to be whites only, he said. Here's a little clip, courtesy of worldstar.com, from this man talking, and I bleeped out the cussing because there's so much cussing, and it's apparently a black guy who went up to get, talk to this man, for whatever reason, and he's complaining about seemingly apparent crime and threats and assaults, that he's had to deal with as a business owner. <laughs> no Z, it's S. Chicken wings. Listen to this clip, clip 12. Why you the hell, man? Why you uh... They come here and want to kill me. I'm trying to sell him some chicken. Uh-huh. I'm going to 
fucking hell around here, man. This is shout out to put up. Well, now I'm gonna be right on me. I ain't with you. I ain't serving y'all no more, man. Y'all don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You need your ass killed around here. And he pulls out a handgun. Did you catch that? Did you understand what he was saying? He's saying these people are trying to kill me and I'm trying to serve them some chicken. <laughs> Blacks. So entertaining. And then he pulls out a handgun because they're... He said that you guys don't deserve it. And in this sign it says, We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. And you know that this is recent. No mask, no service, and he has a mask hanging off the side of his ear. And that's the point. The channel called That's the Point with Brandon, who's appeared on the Jason Lee Peterson show before. He shared it just a couple of days ago. But I looked it up. It came out on, on Worldstar, went viral July 11th, right? Of 2020. July 12th, this black outlet, black, I forgot about this outlet. This black website called Bossip. B-O-S-S-I-P. I used to look on here for black-related news when I was a producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I think I probably tried to invite some guests on before from this website, but probably got no bites because they're a bunch of cowards. I think that it's women, but it might not be women because the person who wrote this article about this incident his name is, or her name, or its name is Big Noah Two Five Six. Doesn't that sound like a male? But it's written like a female. And the headline reads: Uncle Ruckus, black Arkansas business owner, says his Chicken Wangs restaurant will serve whites only. And they have the video, right? Racial tension is at an all-time high in the United States, and this is amid the George Floyd riots, right? which is evident from over a month of Black Lives Matter protests in the books. The senseless murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Elijah McClain. All lies. Not one of those was a murder. Kicked off a revolution like we've never seen before in U.S. history. This is Bossett. <laughs> With racial tensions being the center of conversation, you always have a few black people, and they capitalize black because they're kissing up. Go against the grain with the, and say racism doesn't exist or they spit rhetoric that white Republicans say to gaslight those fighting for equality. Give me a break. Gaslight is what, when you say, oh no, the light's not getting dimmer. You're just going crazy. The lights, and then they're turning down the lights to drive his wife nuts. It's an old movie. Lying about something that people can see is happening, right? One of their favorite things to bring up like clockwork is the classic what about black on black crime argument. That question is the stupidest talking point known to man, this person claims, due to the fact that no black man or woman has ever killed another person of the same color just because they were black, which is what happens all too often elsewhere. No proof. They're just assuming that that's the reason that these blacks are getting killed. And the three people that they named were killed because of other th things that they had done. Elijah McClain may be the more innocent, but not still not very innocent. Elijah McClain, I think he had some type of mental issue, and he was wearing a, like a ski mask, open-faced though, ski mask, and I forget, it was some type of issue where he ended up having like a seizure or something. Anyway, they pretend 
I, w- I thought that this guy's response to what was going on was reasonable, and he's, he's trying to protect himself and his business. You saw him pull out a pistol, but they pretend that this is self-hatred. Crazy. One of, them, one of the guys at Worldstar said it's time for this Pops to retire. Maybe so, but only because of the violent crime in the community. And that's out of Little Rock, Arkansas, according to Bossip. And they call it a disgusting display of this behavior. I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was reasonable. You, you want any say, in, you have any opinion on this, Joel Friday? <laughs> About this whole incident, whether he's... <laughs> oh, the, the wings? Yeah, chicken wings. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you pretty much said it. It's, it's, uh, he has the right not to um, serve the, the black community. I mean, and I, and I know he probably doesn't mean it entirely, <laughs> right. you know, everybody, but his, the point he's trying to make is that, you know, some of the, I don't know where his business is at, maybe it's in the hood, but some of these people come in there and he's just trying to do a job and serve them. And, you know, they got their attitudes, they yep. got their stuff. And, you know, it's putting his business at risk. But not only that, his, his livelihood, he's paying his bills with these things. So, yeah, you know, he's just speaking the truth. But it looks like hate to people who, you know, are the way they are. So It's like, did they not hear him say, you, they tr- come in and try to kill me? I'm trying to serve them some chicken. <laughs> right, right, right. He's right. right. And it looks like it is the hood to me. Right. But <laughs> Little you, Rock, Arkansas, that's the capital of Arkansas. But if you see the, the sign that says serving whites only, then... I know. You know. <laughs> but, but people like that love, not the, not the owner, but the people who he's serving, who he's talking about, they yeah. love the drama because it feeds the ego. Right. right? So That's true. They're going to use anything they see and as an excuse to justifiably, in their minds, do wrong, so. It's so weird, though. Like, you would think that they would be on his side, like, okay, yeah, this is getting out of hand. Right. Because you hear them talk about, they praise that one uh, comedian who says, I like blacks, but I don't like N-words. Right. And they distinguish between the N-words and, and they're decent blacks. Right. And before, people used to be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. true. Like, everybody, even when the comedians would say it, yeah. even the black people would agree, you know, to it. Like, yeah, that's true. But now you say that, you, you canceled. Yeah. Even if, even if you're black. That's why it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's female-minded. I yeah. think that's what it is. They're just rushing to judgment. And it's the, it's the worst judgment you can possibly make. Doesn't even, it's not even reasonable. Right. right. <laughs> Speaking of bad judgment, uh, real quick, I gotta play this for you. Evil Kamala, and they are all evil. The people behind the scenes are evil too. This is from Revolver. You thought Big Brother was bad? Just wait for Big Sugar. (laughs) And I guess that's their name for Kamala Harris, who is the so-called vice president. I got this from Breaking 911. This is clip 13, Joel. A reporter asks... What is with this rebranding from the Biden administration, Biden administration, to the Biden-Harris administration? Speaking of putting poor judgment people in charge, and Jen Psaki, who is the red-haired female spokes communications whatever person, spokesman for the White House, 
answers this question from a black reporter who asks it. Listen to this. And lastly, oh, is, yeah, is there anything to be read into sort of the rebranding of the Biden administration to the Biden Harris administration? Uh, you rebranding? Well, when you, when you look on the website, it's, you know, it's just Biden-Harris, and that's not been uh, necessarily the norm of the past. Is there any message being sent by that, or what's meant to be, uh, what can be extrapolated from I that? would take from it that Vice President Harris is an important partner. She's the first in the partner. room, the last in the room. On most occasions, if she's in town and not traveling around the country, um, it's a reflection of the important role uh, that she will play moving forward. That is gross. No thanks. And just a reminder of what Kamala Harris is like. She's not a leader. She's an utter phony. All the people who love her only love her because she's black. So-called so -called black. And I can think of only one person who, who loves her. And I think he's, yeah, they use partner. She's below the president. That's true. Imagine if Trump put Trump Pence, the Trump Pence administration. That's weird. And then called each other partners. Yeah. <laughs> I know. My partner. Uh, listen to this clip from October of uh, this year. Last year. This past year. CBS's Nora O'Donnell, who's a liberal reporter woman. She's interviewing Kamala Harris on her liberal record. Leftist. And she's such a phony about it. Listen to this. You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage, but... Yeah, well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal senator. <laughs> what a weirdo. And the reporter is being friendly. The reporter is kind of, like, smiling. And people think of this as a good thing. But it's not, and she knows that it's not. So she's like playing it off, trying to play it off. What a sicko. That's not a, that's not a leader. Somebody who can't even face a question, an honest question. Anyway, why is she always laughing? Asks family 53511. Because she's not, she has no confidence and she's an evil person, a, a snake. A dishonest person. A nervous laughter, says Luis Buzzi, which also indicates not a leader. It's a fact, Jack. I gotta get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. He's been on hold forever. He wants to comment on this Korean woman who was attacked. I can't even keep track of all the different attacks. What's up, Skip? How are you doing? Hey, James. Hey, how you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, uh, 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 I don't know how Chris got us confused, but this is really art from, uh, uh, Ohio. Oh, man, that's I cold. Was, <laughs> I thought you were talking and, about uh, Earl. I thought you were imitating uh, Earl. Uh, but now uh, you're no, taking uh, jabs at poor uh, art. Uh, uh, to make a long story short, uh, I want to talk to you about these females, these out-of-control females. <laughs> Nice, Earl. Did you see? Did, 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 <laughs> this did, is his. This did, is did his you, impressions. Did, did you see the? Did you see the Korean woman get beat by the uh, 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 the two heavyweight black women? No, I did not. Was it, this the one that took place in yeah. Times Square in New York City? No, no. Nah, she had a weave shop. She had a 
one like a salad beauty shop where you can go in there and buy oh. wings and hair, hair extensions. Okay. And uh, and she was in there, and and they came in, they came into the store, and actually they they tore up two or three of the of the displays that she had, and she told them they had to leave, and uh, they jumped on her and they beat her up real bad, broke her nose, and then they went back and uh, tore up some more displays. Yeah. And then now, and this is uh this is this is blackstone, blackstone Asian crime, you know, right. and they, they want to keep. They want to keep saying it's whites on Asian, when really it's just the whites on Asian. And as far as you, you, the guy you just showed with the with the chicken wings, yep. Uh, well, look at the blacks in Atlanta. Look how they putting chicken chicken bones on, throw them on the ground. You know, yeah, they don't care about their own community. No, they don't care about their own communities. Yeah, and uh, I was in the bus. You know, I lived here in the bus, and I was stay close to your phone, Skip. Day. You're getting a little garbled. Okay, is that better? Maybe so. Okay. We we starting to get that same problem here in Augusta. I went to the pool hall downtown the other day and uh leaned over to shoot a shoot a shot and looked down on the ground and there was a chicken wing right next to the pool table, a chicken bone. Man. And I went outside and I went outside and spoke next to the steak. Uh, art, art, I mean art. <laughs> Skip. You keep on going. I don't know if you're going away from the phone or if you're just in a really bad area, but it's not good. Uh, I can't uh, understand. You. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but these these women these women are out of control, though. Seriously. Yeah. And you talking about uh you talking about Camelia Harris or whatever her name is. Yeah. And what's that? And what's the other one? Jen Saki. She sounds like a. Of uh, uh, item on the Chinese menu. What's her name? Jen, Jen, Jen Saki. Saki. Yeah. Yeah. Japanese. You're thinking she's Japanese. A, well, Japanese, some kind of Asian. Right. Yeah, she's an Asian. Asian name, anyhow. No, she's but, uh, white, I guess. But anyway. She she identifies as an Asian, I guess. Is that <laughs> how you do it? You can, identi- you can identify as anything you want to. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I was going I was going to ask Jesse next time I talk to him, but I'll ask you right now, uh, you know, you had to, you had the men's forum where only men can come. Yes. What 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 would y'all do if uh, a woman showed up and said that she identified as a man? Would y'all have to let her in? No, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I always I was kind of curious about that because you know people are, people. Are, I'm sorry, Skip. I'm gonna have to go because your phone is just too messed up. I can, I can barely understand you. You get muffled, but it's nice talking with you. Appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you next time when it's better. All right. All right. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, I mean, there's so such a violation of people's rights with regard to these anti-discrimination laws. Anti-discrimination laws. There's a reason for discrimination, and. Even if it's a bad reason for discrimination, they have the right. And why would you want to be served by someone who doesn't want to serve you anyways? Unless you're a vindictive, nasty person and you don't mind getting your food spit in or whatever, right? Gross. I gotta get to my second favorite caller, Earl. 
It's 9.30 right now. We'll see how long I go this time. It was under nine minutes <laughs> last time. <laughs> how you doing, Earl? How you doing? Um, doing fine. Thank you. Hola, bonus dias. Hey. Uh, since I'm on the timer. <laughs> and, uh, I said it again because I know that it messes with your head now. No, you said it because is that's he, what you do. Is are the callers coming in loud enough for you guys? Press one if the volume's great, two if it's too loud, three if too quiet. Thank you guys. Go on, Earl. Yeah, but uh to get to matters, um Rick in uh, Virginia. I have nothing personal against it. I just noticed uh, that he makes a point of of uh, of reeling on black folks. Uh, right. I've noticed that. I've noticed that too. But uh, others, but not himself. But I challenge. I challenge him. He and not challenged Jason. me that. Uh, that he, a little louder if you can. More. Some people are saying three. Okay. Thanks. Go on, Earl. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, Challenge me that I don't do enough research. I challenge my research. If he can prove me wrong in the things I say, uh, uh, I welcome the challenge. But uh, that's his point. But my point to him is he rails on on uh, Roland Martin, but his boy Brandon Tatum threw down the challenge that he had debate anybody. Uh, liberal or anybody, and so forth. He threw the gauntlet down. Uh, Roland Martin took it up, and he can't get uh, Brandon Tatum for to save his life to confront him to meet him on that challenge. Maybe because uh, Brandon Tatum is too big, and Roland Martin, in terms of his uh, in terms of his platform, and Roland Martin is just a little little guy now. I don't know. No, I don't know, man. Anyways, I think that's just like speculation that you just come up with whatever popped in your head just a minute. Yeah, I mean, who, who knows why or why not? But because Roland, he Roland, can't, he does, he doesn't have the. He's just a grifter. He's just a user. Okay, whatever. He, he's playing on white folks to make money. And Roland Martin uh, is playing on black folks to make money. But at least he supports black folks. Not true. Like you support white Utterly folks. false. Utterly and false. you support white You're folks. You're a total liar. Brandon Tatum you is a pretty support, genuine guy. You support I happen white to know. folks. I don't care when oh, you get to. Oh, be quiet. Brandon Shut Tatum. Shut up. Shut up. I put him on hold. Brandon Tatum has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and he's appeared on and some men's conferences and things, and I've seen him grow a little bit and improve on his his own life and be a pretty genuine guy generally. And, yeah, I've seen him get caught up emotionally and things like that. But he basically cares about everybody. He loves everybody. Not so with Roland Martin. He's a phony. He's an emotional phony. Kind of like Earl, <laughs> honestly. But anyways, I'm not really interested in, in this mess that you're bringing up, Earl. So, but that's your, that's your criticism of Rick. Fine. So what did you really want to talk about? No. You got uh, one more minute. 
I don't care. Okay. Uh, uh, point is, you'd like to put your little two cents in, and uh, and won't anybody have and let anybody have their say, and so forth. I give you plenty of uh, say. No, you don't. Yes, You're I trying do. to cut me off. You made that baloney state statement about how you uh, love uh, Brandon and so forth. So what? Are you entitled to your opinion? I didn't say I love him. I. I said that he's no, a genuine but I'm guy. Saying you're always blowing. All up. right, I gotta go. Nice talking with you, Earl. What a mess. Are you happy? I think that was five minutes. <laughs> uh, Blazing Hogs said something like, "Cake, keep it, keep it short, or I'm out." What? <laughs> what? Where's your patience? But he's not talking about anything. He's just. Just a bunch of mess. Ego battles. Threw down the gauntlet. Uh, Roland Martin, if you're not familiar, he is a, a fat guy who's been a liberal for a long time, a talker on the... He, I think he used to host TV One, something like that? I don't know. Host a show on, on some black, smaller channel. And he hates, I think to this day, Jesse Lee Peterson. Just a blind person. And his wife is a, um, preacher woman. There he is. And if you tweet at him, it's likely that you can get a response sometimes. Because he's an emotional, angry, egotistical person. Another phony, just like basically all liberals, and yes, most conservatives, I would say. All liberals are evil, and so are most conservatives. But we got to overcome that stuff. Let me talk with a sensible young man, Zach in Columbus, Ohio. How are you doing, Zach? What's up, James? How do I sound? You sound fine. Thank you. Okay, perfect. I, I didn't know if maybe I sounded like Skip, you know, because sometimes my phone goes in and out. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the first thing that happened with the whole making the kids stand up for the sexual assault and all that. Yeah. I mean, that was absolutely ridiculous. It sounds like something my school would do, to be honest. Those boys but, looked uh, 13 or less, or 15 or less, or 16 or yeah. less. They barely started like girls. White kids. <laughs> Maybe they're younger. <laughs> yeah, white kids, too. And white kids are the least likely to get into that madness. Exactly. Uh, and and it's, like, it's, it's kind of upsetting to see that, like, Knowing that those kids didn't do anything, but yet the school made them get up and apologize right. to this girl, especially in an assembly. You know, in an assembly, the whole school was there. Yeah. It, so remi- like, it reminds me of years ago, 20, 25, maybe close to 30 years ago, there was this men's movement, Christian men trying to be men again, uh, in America called Promise Keepers. And at one event, I heard about this, JLP probably knows more about it than I do, they had the white men stand up and turn around and apologize to the black men who were there for slavery and past racism or something like that. It's nothing to do with them. And second of all, it wasn't even wrong. They should should be glad for slavery that they're here in America, right? And it's just so evil. And that's a Christian organization. It's no wonder Christians took such a decline. 
it was probably some of the people from the black church that made him do it. Maybe so. But that's, like, humiliating. Remember when that, there was a crazy video, and it's just sickening to even think about, remember back to, after this George Floyd thing, I think it was, or maybe before that, this black guy with a cell phone confronts this female jogger, this white female jogger. Oh, yeah. And he makes her get down on her knees and apologize for, uh, for white supremacy or something stupid like that. And she did it. Who knows, like, if she's, like, what she's thinking that this guy might do. But she's complying, right? And maybe she is a liberal who agrees with the madness. But it's just so evil and degrading and just, if you were black, you wouldn't even want that. If you're a black sensible person. Yep. Yeah, by the way, Joel says, nah, I don't see Tatum being afraid of, of, uh, that goofy guy, <laughs> of anybody really, referring to this, this fat guy who wants to, what's his name again? Roland Martin. Keyword Roland. Nah, I'm playing Roland around. Martin. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of him before. Yeah, he's that older, he was, he's kind of a has-been now. He's kind of past his prime. Oh, okay. okay but, okay, but you're right, it's, it, it's sick. It is. And we're starting, and it's sad that we're starting to see that all around, not just America, but the country. Like, that the was world. Australia, right? Yeah, that was Australia. You, you said the country, but you mean the world, huh? Yeah, I meant the world. Yeah. Every <laughs> um, white country. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. Australia doesn't seem to have a lot of black people. No, just the um, aborigines. Yep. Um, and, and I don't know anything about Australia, but I usually never hear anything bad about them. Or maybe I'm just not too sensible about Australia. No, you know what? I've heard one of my former de facto producers talked about how they, he called them low IQ. I don't think it's low IQ, but they can be destructive, self-destructive. I don't remember exactly what kind of stuff goes on there, but there is a, a victimhood mentality push on on blacks really around the world. It's an evil propaganda that's pushed on them, and it's such a setup. And they're just set up to be immoral and blaming and not taking responsibility. Even this, I mean, even this charity to Africa stuff is the same thing, really. And I think it's really all the blacks, not all, not all, like Jesse says, not all, not all, but most, most blacks around America are starting to give in to all the, like, wanting an apology. Yeah. And, you know, trying to... Reparations. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where did they give the reparations? I know Jesse was talking about that, like, last week, the reparations somewhere. What state was that? I forget. I think it was a... There was a town in uh, outside of Chicago, like a suburb that started yeah. to do the reparations thing, and the Congress is pushing it under the black female and ma- black wannabe male leadership, so-called leadership, and Biden is for it, he's open to it, it's just a, it's a growing, and it's never, they've never stopped pushing this since however many decades, or maybe even hundreds of years now, or hundred years, that they've been pushing this stuff, but it's so silly. 
It is. And they it's owe like, us. Yeah, exactly. If we give the blacks more reparations and all this and more money, then the blacks are going to stop working. Not all, but, but most. So they're going to stop working because who knows how much they're going to give them in reparations. Yeah. No, they want to do... I mean, there's different towns, like Oakland, right? Giving away um, free money just for being alive. To exactly. As long as they're not white, I think. But they're going to try to give it to everybody just so that they can control them. You know that UBI stuff? Universal basic income type stuff? I don't... I have no idea about any of that. Yeah, they're trying to give you... It's kind of like... Andrew Yang type stuff, where they gives oh, you a thousand dollars a month just for being alive. You don't have to work, you don't have to do anything. You just get this free money. Oh, that's that's hor- at this point. But every most people are going to stop working. Not most, but most of black. Yeah, uh, um, and they already aren't working. And just giving them a thousand dollars a month for just living. And then plus they're getting these food stamps. Yeah, all of this stuff, it kneecaps your creativity, your your drive, your the squeeze for um, making it work, and your ownership, your sense of dignity and self-respect. Everything just goes down the tubes. And people, yep. people get very productive when they're hungry in some form or other. Or other. Yeah, and my school was even even to the the white people. The whole school got six hundred dollars in food stamps. Wow. Yeah, um, and it's it was mostly for the blacks, right? Um, but they did have to give it to everybody, I guess, to to be fair. Oh. But you know that it was supposed to be for the kids. So they could get lunch, but you know that the parents just took it for themselves. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild, Zach. What a shame. It is a shame. It's good to hear from you, man. Yeah, be, yeah, good to talk to you. Before I go, I think I need to come up with a saying. You know how Earl has his hola and all that? And come up <laughs> with a saying. What saying do you want to come up with? I think it's going to be bonjour, como estaba? Okay. And that means good morning or good day. How's it going? Right? Hello, how are you? Yeah. Nice. All right, James. Nice talking to you. All right. (laughs) Take care, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Okay. You know, I have, there's one line open, guys. Food stamps for 7-Eleven? Yeah, and 7-Eleven is not that cheap, depending on what you're getting. And if, and if it is cheap, it's suspect. <laughs> First, let me get to Kizster out of Hawaii. K-I-Z-S-T-E-R. Kizster, am I pronouncing it right? Uh, yeah, Kizster. Okay. Oh, is it K-I-V as in Victor? Yeah, V. Okay, K-I-Kizster. You're yeah. calling from Hawaii. You've called my show before, but not from Hawaii, I don't think. Yeah, I, I moved. Oh, really? Not really, but okay. uh, we'll just pretend. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, nice to hear from you okay. again. Yeah, nice to speak to you again. First, I just want to shout out my friend, uh, 
uh, my friend Boseph. He got a thousand followers and it's on his birthday. So just want to say that. What's his name? And Boseph. Boseph. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I mainly want to talk about is this whole Democrats talking about voting rights. Yeah. And, and voter thing, suppression, the thing, huh? The thing is, there is no such thing as voting rights. When the country is not founded on voting, yeah, no one was supposed not a lot of people were supposed to vote. Voting and and the whole thing now voting is a human right. Do yeah. you hear about that? Yeah, that's a good point. It's not a right, it's a it's what the people who are leaders of the con- of the country should be doing who are actual leaders in in ex- for example when it's when america started i think it was the what white male landowners of i'm i may be mixing up with the immigration policy of good character christians <laughs> but it was the landowners it was the white male landowners i believe or maybe the, yeah, just, just the landowners yeah, I think it did say white male. Yeah. And that was because those were the people in a position to know what was going on, to have a stake in what went on, and to look out for the interests of their household or whatever they were looking after, their estate. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a yeah. right. Now it's women, women voting. What a mess. Yeah, Can't total please. mess. You know, I got into this argument with this girl on Twitter who said, well, until the whatever, 60s or something like that. No, until Reagan came around, men were mostly Democrat and women were mostly Republican. Well, that doesn't mean anything because I don't know what the Democrats were like back in the day or the Republicans. I heard the Republicans were for this civil, these civil rights bill stuff and the civil rights bill was a mistake. And I heard that um, even in Lincoln's day, the Republicans were influenced by Marxists. So I don't know what that, it's kind of a meaningless statement for that girl to say that. And you're right. It, so I agree with you. It's not a right to vote. I mean, yeah, mainly the party thing mostly useless. Yeah. Now it's based, I mean, now, like, um, I guess people would say the Republicans are the uh, conservatives or something. Yeah. But it was, it's, never, it's a pretty useless but it really is. Mainly it's true. matters if, like, what your ideology is, not if you're a, a Republican or a Democrat. And whether you stand up for what's right under pressure, which no Republican today basically does, except for Trump to an extent. And, and Paul Gosar. Yeah, and Paul Gosar and uh, this guy who's not a politician, but he's a judge, Clarence Thomas, Justice Clarence Thomas. Aside from that, I don't know if there's anybody who's really solid and trustworthy in the government. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, we have to get more better people in the government. Yeah, nothing nothing will change. Yeah, we definitely have to build up men to be men again and then they'll have the natural authority again. I think. Yeah. Even a small minority. Do you ever watch the Church with Jesse Lee Peterson episodes? Um I don't really tune into that. I, mean, I probably should watch them, but I... When you get a chance... Do. Yeah, when you get a chance. Last night, we premiered a Bond Sunday service throwback from 2012 about how liberal women are creating a shameless society. And it's not just the women. It's the men who are cowardly and caving to the women. 
He gave an example of black preachers. Years ago, not that many years ago, black preachers and blacks in general, Christians, would not go for abortion. They didn't outwardly support abortion or same-sex marriage. But now, more and more black preachers, or even as of 2012, more and more black preachers were caving to that. And and that's partly because of their wives, who were um, liberals, they're educated, meaning indoctrinated, and their partners and fellow ministers, like the, the wife is the first lady, but she's also a pastor herself, and women running the show, even behind the males who act like they're running the show. Even, even uh, Barack Obama said about his wife, she knows she's still the boss. <laughs> and that, people joke about that, but that's reality, too. It's a harsh reality of America. Michelle, the rock of the Obama family. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, Kivster. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I forget. Um, I like a teenager. Nice. Uh, I, cool. I'm a Zoomer. Right on. Zoomers rise up for what's right Zoomers now. Are, yeah, Zoomers are the future. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I live forever like JLP. I started to eat my vegetables and exercise a little bit again. We'll see. We'll see. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> anyway, it's good to hear from you, Kivster. Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, thank you for the call. Yeah, thank you. Is it, is it, are you really in Hawaii? Is it really just almost 7 a.m. over there? I don't, I'm not actually in Hawaii, oh, but, okay. uh, I would... Hawaii's a pretty, might be a good place to live. Okay. Well, call again, Kivster. Appreciate you. Thank you. Take care, man. Thank you. Thank you, James. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Craig in Illinois wants to bring some truth to this Roland Martin situation. Craig, it's good to hear from you. Long time no hear. Hey, Mr. Haig. How you doing, sir? Doing well. All right, man. Thanks for accepting my call. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. I I I watched this guy's video, Roland uh, Martin, and uh, you know he's a manipulator. Um, um, he talks bad about white folks, and yeah. uh, he has a lot of hatred in his heart. And I don't understand how the general of the peanut gallery, uh, Earl, <laughs> you know, kind of like cherished this guy. Like he's oh, he's right, he's right. No, he's he's a devil. Yeah. Like all the other rest of these uh, race hustlers, they're all devils. Yeah. You know, they're very anti-God, but they, they, they call themselves reverends and all this stuff, but they're all, they're all devils. That's so true. That's what it is. Nothing you know, Christian about Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson or any of those people. No, nothing. It's just promoting hate to, to brainwash black folks and manipulate them. And, and if there was a point where it came down to Brandon Tatum, which I like the guy. Brandon's cool, man. I, man, I, I will put my money on Brandon Tatum to win that debate. With, I know. Uh, yeah. With, with, with Roland uh, Martin. So, All you have to do yeah. is be honest, and that's what he is. Yeah. You don't have See, to even don't know like, that much. <laughs> they don't like that, that you know, good-minded black folks like myself are you know, seeing it now and, and realize that we've been lied to yeah. and, 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 and now we see the light and they don't want us to walk away from the Democrat plantation. 
Well, right. hey, I got news for you. You know, I'm never following that again, and I will never vote Democrat again because I see how they are. I mean, look who we got in office right now. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And, and for these illegal immigrants to come in our country the way they're doing this, man, I mean, come on. I'm a look. America's great. I love America. But you know what? Hey, you know what? You got to do it the right way. Yeah. It's not like I don't have any hatred in my heart, but just do it the right way because it's going to cost us in the end. Right. They're going to be raising the taxes again because of this fool. Name one thing that Biden said in his uh, debate against President Trump that he's going to do for America. And what has he done for America now since he had his punk? I mean, well, I was about to cuss. Right <laughs> but, but since he had his, uh, you know, his, his tail in office right now, nothing. He hasn't done nothing. Right. So. Yeah, but I just wanted to bring that up, man. I ain't got nothing else further to say, but I appreciate you taking my how, call. How recently were you uh, voting liberal and believing that stuff? You know what? I'm going to go. I've been watching the Jesse show now for four years now. So I'm going to go back four years ago when, when President Trump got elected. And um, I was voting liberal for like close to 24 years. Yeah. So that's a very long time. I know. But yeah. <laughs> Um, so after Trump got time. elected the first time, that's when you started to... Yeah, starting to open up my eyes and realize, you know, yeah. um, this attack on our police officers is terrible. Right. I mean, look, there's some, there's some ones that make mistakes, man. I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose, man. You're going to make mistakes, man. No one's perfect. Man. Right. You know? Yeah, they're, the way they're ignoring... They're doing it, they're igno- as JLP said, they have the wrong focus. They're ignoring the obvious problem, which is the out-of-control behavior of the blacks who are um, falling victim to their own out-of-control uh, spirits. Yeah, yeah. another thing, too. You know, most black people out here attacking Asians, man, that's not cool, man. Right. I mean, seriously, like, it was an attack on the L train with this guy attacking this, uh, this man for no reason. He just walked up to the guy. And start hitting him, and, and then choked him out till he passed out. I, I wish I could have jumped in that video and just helped this man. You yep. know, this don't make no sense. I'm seeing it coming from black folks, right? And it's got to stop, man. You know, it's, it's because terrible, of the, the. It's because well, as JLP says, it's the the anger in them. They just yep. hatred is all they have and know, and that's how they're raised too. It's not yep. quiet as it's kept. It's it's not as if it's just the black males who are violent. The females. Right. And the ones who are raising them are like that. And it's let, been going for generations. Let me ask you something. If the roles were reversed, let's say that there was Asian people attacking <laughs> black folks. You know all hell would break loose. You know that, right? Right. They would be called I whites. Mean, <laughs> yeah. See, you see the hypocrisy with all that stuff that's going on? Yeah. It's, it's terrible, man. I wish black folks would wake up. And stop being so damn demoralized and used and manipulated. And, oh, my God, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But thank you for accepting my call, sir, man. Thank you, Craig. It's good to hear from you. All right, man. All right. right. God bless. You too. Take care. He mentioned the immigration situation. I have some information about that coming. But first, we're in the last few minutes of the first hour. I may take it into the first second hour a little bit. But I want to get to Lynn Wood out of Washington, D.C. I've talked with him before, I think. Lynn Wood, am hey. I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, yeah, it's my first name. Okay. You're yeah, like Lynn Wood, California. Only thing is L I N. Okay, cool. 
Nice. Hey, let me ask you something now. All right. I listen to you. I agree with a lot of what you say. I disagree with some of what you say. Cool. I'm 61 years old. I'm 62 in December. I'm a black man. You know that. Yeah. Upper, upper middle class. I've got poverty in my background, my family, but I'm upper middle class living now. Nice. Let me ask you, uh, what's his name? Roland Martin? He's uh, he's a Brule member. So uh, What's that? What's Brule? You've never heard of the, the Brule? Yeah, I haven't. I don't think, I don't recall. Oh, okay, it's spelled B-O-U-L-E. They're a fraternal society of, of black men who are all upper class, college educated, uh, making over $200,000 a year. And they all know each other. They belong to a secret society where they get together, plan, organize. Uh, I'm not going to say keep black folks down. That's what a lot of black folks believe, but it's not really even about that. It's just about networking, basically. Okay. Well, he can he can call a, a, a fellow archon and call him up on the phone and say, "Hey, what's up? I need some help. Can you do this? Can you help me? You know that kind of thing, like a fraternity." B o u l e or B o u l a? No, B o u l e. L e. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the e sounds like an a. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Now, let me ask you this: You weren't really seriously believing in what you said when you said that blacks should be thankful for being for having slavery because it brought us over here. Were you serious? Yeah. Aren't you happy? Are you happy to be in America? Oh, I love America. I'm glad to be here. And um, do you have slavery in your past? In your, I mean, in your ancestry? Was it? Were yes. any of your ancestors yes. slaves? Yes. yes. And aren't you grateful to them that they? Or to them and to the slave owners and whoever whoever made that happen, or grateful that that happened that you may be here in this country. No, no. no. Why not? I'm not grateful. Look, man. Look, I wish I had the free choice to come over here. Like some people have, not everybody. Do you think so that you? But do you think I that you would have had the sense or the opportunity? Do I wish I, I'm sorry, say it again? You said that you wish you had the free choice to come over here. But that yeah, sounds yeah. just like ego. Who cares? Oh, Most oh, of this, oh, oh. Mo- oh, slow down, slow down. Yeah. So don't, you're not a psychologist. You're not a psychiatrist. I can, you can throw that ego out. I know ego's a bad word right now. Right. <laughs> right. Come but on. it is. If you think about it, man. that's just it's your pride. Like Let me throw out you ego. Know, Let me use pride. Really you know what you're really saying? Heck, mistake. The paradoxical effects sometimes are unintended consequences. Sometimes they can be good. Sometimes they can be bad. Yeah. When you when you have uh, when you have laws passed down. Now the unintended consequence of slavery was it brought people over here. Number one. Number two, the white men never thought we would get to where we are today. They I don't know. I don't, they probably didn't think about that. No, you have to say that was that the way we are today is unattended. It's okay. unattended for us to make it as far as that we had. Oh Those come on, but they but eventually we we opened up the gates for you guys to be thriving. And in fact I'm we sorry, kind you of opened the gates to do what now? To for you guys to be thriving. Driving? Thrive. Thrive. Oh, do thriving. well. Be successful. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And then anyways, you you said that you would rather that you came here uh, of your own free will. 
Yes. Or, or that your ancestors came here of your own free will. But that's yes. not how life works. Some of the best things in our lives Look, are not from I, our I own thinking. The stuff that people, the stuff that people like about my show, the hey guys mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that's just stuff that I didn't even think of. It just came out. And Jesse Lee Peterson uh, gave me this show. I didn't build this show on my on my own, right? He he said, "Hey, you want to have the show?" This opportunity was given to me. So you guys were given the opportunity to be here in America. <laughs> be grateful, right? Regardless whether you whether you had this sense to be like, "I want to go to America," Mr. or whether you were dragged here. And it's not uh, even you; uh, it's the ancestors. Well, to, well, our people have to fight every damn time to get something in this country just about. And what? when we do, and when we do achieve on our Hold own, on, man. it's destroyed. Come but, on, Mr. Wait, you said, you said your people, meaning black, you're talking about blacks, right? You're yeah. identifying with right. the black? Right, right, have right, to right. fight. Have to fight for everything that you get in this country? Just about, yes. No, man. In you, if in anything, the past. in the past. In the past, yes. But that's how ev it was for it's everybody. Somewhat, it's easier to date somewhat yeah. if you know how to maneuver the system. No, it, it, today everybody's spoiled. The whites, the blacks, and especially the blacks, honestly. And the spoiled. Spoiled. What do you like, mean spoiled. When you look at when you look at people today, most people are spoiled. Especially the blacks. What about poor whites? Them too. I mean them too, okay, yeah. Let's but listen, listen, listen. Let's talk about your people too, now. I know, but we're talking about whether blacks should be thankful for slavery. And I said no. And I said yes. So support should poor white folks be uh, thankful for being poor? I mean, but white. you're not in slavery now, so yeah, I mean, you should be, as a Christian, if you're a Christian, right? Well, slavery died out because of machinery. Huh? Slavery died out around the world because of machinery. Yeah, it was dying out anyway. It wasn't, it wasn't, didn't, yeah. we didn't have to America, fight a war over America it. We fought a war alive. over keeping the country together. I understand that. Yeah. But. And slavery. Yeah, slavery too. To yeah. yeah, because there was this. There. There was this Marxist thing where they wanted to even like get rid of. They were blacks that fought for the South. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they <laughs> loved they were, their masters. And, and guess what? They were good shots, I heard. They were better than the white folks. Maybe so. Who knows, man? <laughs> Let's I not get too right excited. Hey, Mr. Akashi. Yeah. Where were you born? Where? Yeah, where? West Covina, California, right outside of L.A. All your life, you've been there. Yeah. So you you raised uh, upper middle class, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you it was like middle class to upper middle class. If you want to do the class thing, because yeah. my my father didn't start making the money until probably I was in junior high, high school. Okay. So you've never been on WIC? No. I had your phone off? No, I don't think we've ever been on food stamps or anything like that. And if you were, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not to be ashamed of if you're a kid and you grew up that way, but it is something to try to get off of because it's a, it can be a spoiling thing and, and mess up your, I mean, you, you end up making more money not working than you do working. What a scam. Well, when you don't have any, you know what it is, you, they don't have any education, a lot of people on welfare. So that's why it seems like they can make more money not working. Because when they do get a job, they don't keep the job, most likely. Because yeah. it's a dead-end job. It's just... Look, man, I don't think that you don't... 
I think people shouldn't have an idea of a dead end job, though. There's dignity in work, and when you work and you have a good attitude, they're dead end jobs. Now, come on. No, it's not. Don't say the term "dead end job." The dead end job is if you're if you're uh, if you're just. Like you could, you could say Joel was in a dead end job, but he was he was working, and now he's moving on. It's not a dead end job. There's no dead end job. Don't don't have that attitude. I'm telling you, I've worked in dead end jobs. That's not true. If you worked in a dead end job, you would still be there. No, 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 no. See, aha. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. You know, I'm self motivated. You can put See? me in a pile of poo-poo, and I'm still going to say, hey, there's a pony in here somewhere. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. And and right. that's my that's what my point is, because you said that blacks had to work really hard back in the day to get anything. So it was for people who, even people who came here as immigrants, it was so tough to make it here that some people oh, yeah, went back. Definitely. Oh, definitely. And so that's how it was for practically everybody. Yep. Yeah. Except, except for the Protestants. The Protestants? Yeah, they were elites. I mean, the Irish, the Jews, everybody. I mean, the Protestants are the ones who built the country. They struggled to make it, and then they started to make it. They were just uh, ahead of you. That's fine. Don't be jealous. Supervised. They supervised. I know, but they built the country. Well, we had help. Yeah, we had help. Because we knew yeah, how to, we knew how to employ the help or enslave the help. <laughs> no, the slaves didn't do a whole lot of building. Right. If you were a slave. You working for your, for the master. Right. You ain't working for the government. So we can't be everywhere at once. I think they helped build the White House a little bit. Well, yeah, they did some uh, foundation work. Yeah. Some manual labor work. Right. But they didn't design it. The yep. white man had the scheme. Look, look. I, I worked in construction when I was early in my life. Now, I'm not going to pass the building. I don't say I built the building. Right. I did one aspect of it. Right. And that's the same thing for black folks. Yeah. We didn't build the whole country by ourselves. Thank you. The white man didn't build the whole country by himself. He supervised the dope. Got the financing. Yeah. See, I didn't get the financing to build the building. Somebody's got to do that part. Might as well I'm be sorry. a high IQ person. I'm sorry, what was that? Might as well be a high IQ person. Well, I mean, you got this. Well, see, number one, uh, whites are smarter than blacks innately. I think so. As a I don't race, know. as a race, I think that might, race, I yeah. think that may be now, true. You're not smarter than me necessarily. I'm not smarter than you. This is one on one, right? Man to man, but as a race, who's put in the work, who's gotten the accolades, on the whole, yeah, the Nobel Prize in chemistry, and I mean, you got to take it off, take your hat off. But you're also devilish sometimes, man. Devilish? Come on. Who's not, yeah. who's not devilish? Uh, everybody. Thank you. Everybody's, well, everybody's, everybody's evil. Devilish. Everybody's devilish when they get on top, it seems. And you know what, and you know what else? Well, like, some people are worse than others. Some people have have this mindset of, oh, whites have been devilish before, or they have this devilish thing, and they end up, they get in power, and they get, they are worse to the whites than the whites were to them. Uh, that's, that seems to be true. Yeah. I, can't, I said, I can't, see, I'm a reasonable guy. I gotta give, I, well, if, I, if I believe you said something that's right, I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Africa. Right. If you're not in the right tribe in those countries, 
your ass is out. Okay? <laughs> yeah. It's tribalism. Right. And there's a whole lot of meddling and helping people over there that's not doing the right thing. But Lynn Wood, I, it's good talking with you. I got to run. Okay. But I'm just saying, just be careful what you say sometimes, man. <laughs> you sound a little harsh. All that right. Was a little harsh, man. That was harsh. All right. Do you drink? Right. Do you drink? Drink beer? Yeah. I don't know. Do you smoke pot? No. Do you drink malt liquor? No. See, now you're being funny. <laughs> Your brother's like because somebody said home. that you sound drunk, and I don't. I was just asking. I no, know. I'm not drunk. Right I'm on. I'm losing my voice. Yeah. I'm losing my voice. Okay. No, I don't sound drunk to you. So you mean somebody in the chat room? Yeah, I was looking at the live chat. Somebody said that this oh, person sounds drunk. Sound yeah. drunk. All right. You know what John said makes sense. Come on. Yeah. yeah it's good hearing on. from you, man. We'll talk again. Okay. I hope. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Take uh, care. Bob Gochu guy says there was a UPS driver who became CEO of the company. Was he in a dead end job? It's a dead end mindset that keeps you poor. Like that guy said, he could be in a he could be put in a pile of dung. And look for, what, a pony? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, man, we're overtime. I guess, you know what, I think we'll skip the break. We'll skip the break, because it's 10-11 already. It's past, it's past the time for breaks. Work. But I do need some AC in here. Let me get to Dawn, a first-time caller in South Carolina, and Hugh, and then Hugh from New York. Come, you're coming up next, Don, uh, Hugh. But Don, what's up? Hey, what's up, buddy? Not much. How about you? I gotta tell you, man. I'm happy to uh, be on the air with you. I'm happy for what you're saying. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, my friends. We all we all kind of agree. It's like if you're a sane person, if you have sane traditionalist, God forbid, Christian values, you're not allowed to have a voice anymore. Yeah. And you know, it feels like everywhere I go now. Granted, yeah, I live in South Carolina. It's it's different here, but it, it almost seems like the rare people that I know that are ultra libs around here, it's like they are on a completely different. It's like they're insane, but to but to them, I'm insane. Yeah, and it's like I don't feel like people have ever been so divided. You know, it's just crazy. It's like we see black as white, they see white as black, and it's just opposite land. Yep. You know, it's very discouraging. And um, I, I just I see what you're doing, and like courageously, and uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for you, man. I'm really happy that you established a platform and grown and uh, it's a good thing man i just wanted to let you know that i like what you're doing i appreciate that and and you're not alone i mean the yeah. fact of the matter is is the insane people they're not the majority they just, they just have the biggest megaphone right they're just the ones they're just the ones that are permitted to spread their insanity on all the big tech platforms yeah and that that's all it is yeah and you they're, know they're if never you got gonna... too big they shut you down they're never going to be able to stamp out the truth. The, never will. As much as they never try, they, they can't. And we have to just stand on the truth. Uh, you're right. They are. It's like a, they're in a completely different world. And we're, we're, it's, it's 
not that they're silenced, they're removed from the government. Look at what they did to President Trump and Congressman Steve King. And then they tried to do it to that lady, uh, what's her name, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's like Anyone trying. that doesn't follow lockstep. It's just like yep. if a gay man goes to a gay pride parade and he's, he's wanting to support the Second Amendment, well, he might as well be a Nazi. Yeah. You know, and know. you've got to be 100, 110% with them or you're out the club. Yeah. And I don't understand how they just go along with it. I just don't understand how people can be so, you know, someone said on Jesse's show about, you know, it's it, his guest, uh, the collective versus the individual. That really is what it's all about. Right. And um, the, the collectivism is so cancerous at this point. It's just insane. But I yeah. just want to let you know, man, you're, you're definitely not alone. You know, people people think like you all over the country, but unfortunately most of us have to go to work instead of, you know, protest. So, yeah. Well, I respect that, and I appreciate that, Don. It's good to hear from you, from South Carolina. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll call again. Take care now. All right. You too. The beautiful South. Gays shouldn't be allowed to own guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of a mental health issue, right? Um, and suicide amongst the LGBT is pretty high, and that the gun deaths, so-called gun deaths, are... What are they, a third of suicide? A third of the uh, gun deaths are suicides? Or maybe more than that. I heard 30%, but maybe it's 30% are the murders. (laughs) I could be wrong. It's a big mess. The beautiful South. Intimidation. Ruling the people. You know this voter integrity thing? Before I get to uh, Hugh, hang hang tight, Hugh, I'm coming to you next. CNN is so evil, because I keep on reading CNN news, right? For Hake News segments, whatever. But the ACLU, I read about them. The NAACP, Un-American Civil Liberties Union. The National Association Against Colored People. And the SPLC, communists, from from the very founding. It was never a a noble civil rights or, or anti-racism organization. I mean, anti-racism in itself is ignoble. It's evil. Because it's pretending that there's a problem that there isn't. Anyway, they are pushing this evil attack on Georgia's voting laws. Speaking of the beautiful South, and huge corporations are caving already. There's a, a guy who's CEO of Coca-Cola... And he's British. He's not even American. And he's talking about this Georgia law is unacceptable. You're unacceptable. I don't know. It's a big mess. So these corporations are caving to the boycotts. I don't know what this governor is going to do, Brian Kemp. Because they're... And this voter, I, voter integrity law it probably doesn't even go far enough, honestly. You know what I mean? The state of Georgia is trying to limit the ballot drop boxes... Saying, uh, oh, staffers, politician staffers can't be handing out water, electioneering in the, in the voting line, and all kinds of stuff like that, right? Limit the early voting, all that stuff. But these rhino governors and politicians, too often, they cave. I remember there was a SB 1070 in Arizona, and we had a female governor of Arizona, a Republican, and she... It was a pretty tough lady. I remember she stuck her finger in the face of Barack Obama one time when he flew over to her state. 
She was all right for a woman, right? Um, but these people cave to pressure, and the politicians do too. Look at the election. That's how the election uh, left a big question mark in a lot of our heads. Am I right? Yeah. So what will Brian Kemp do, who's the governor of Arizona? No, of uh, Georgia? I don't know. Trump endorsed him, and then he turned on Trump. (laughs) Seemingly. We'll see what happens. Let me get to Hugh in New York. Wants to comment on this boys and men crisis. What's up, Hugh? It's good to hear from you. Hey, great to to talk to you again. Nice. um, I I know that you're... Speak up for me, Hugh. It's coming in kind of quiet. I'm sorry. Um, Let me try this. All right, does this sound better? Yeah, much better. All right, great, great. Yeah, I, I just wanted to touch in because uh, you were kind of touching on the situation with, uh, you know, the crisis that's going on with the boys um, and the men today. And I, I would say, and, and some members of the intellectual dark web would also say that the number one, um, I, I guess, threat to the U.S. and even other parts of the world is the um, the lack of fathers in the home and what that's doing in the feminization of, of small boys and stuff like that and how, you know, young kids are, are lagging behind in school and, um, you know, the teachers are treating the, the boys differently than they do uh, the girls and stuff like that because most of the teachers are female. Yep. Um, and then and, and what is happening, but I mean, it, it is clearly the worst threat to our society. Uh, right now, they just, they just ran the new census report, and the number now has jumped up between 76 to 78% for um, fatherless homes uh, in the black community. So, I mean... Yeah. It, 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 it's a big problem, and, and we're, we're teaching, you know, boys to be women at a young age, you know, to, to be girls. And, and at the same time, we're turning on and we're masculine, we're masculizing. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right. We're masculizing females. Oh yeah. No, it's so ridiculous. Um, and it's not just the female teachers. It is them too. But even the male teachers nowadays have a double standard for boys versus girls, men versus women. They have a feminist spirit. They're like, give all kinds of, uh, credence to lies from women and girls. And any time a boy acts like a boy, wild, rambunctious, they put them on Ritalin and different things like that. And it's, it's they try to punish them. It's sick. And, yeah, I mean, you're, you're mentioning the real one, and, and, and the boys are becoming depressed because the boys can't do boy things like they can't, uh, they can't wrestle with their counterparts. Yeah. And, you know, every now and then, you know, your, 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 your son's going to get into a fist fight or whatever. And, and these are all parts of uh, early childhood development and they're, they're things that are, that are needed. Right. No, and they no. just, they go way too far with this. It's kind of like the virus, right? Let's say the virus, um, China released something, and it's 
adding a little bit of a problem, but they turn it into a huge problem and way overcompensate and shut everything down over it. Whereas they really didn't need to do, if, if men were running the show today, we would not have done a, a tenth of what we did in shutting down the country, forcing these, uh, you know, all these measures, ridiculous measures. Same Absolutely. thing with what I mean, they're doing to boys. Yeah, and, and I'm sure you you have friends and, and maybe even know somebody that's like a like a like a single mother that has kids, and and then you you may know, you know, a married couple that has kids as well, and then you you see where, like, let's just say, um, you know. Let's just say you're a father and you take your your son and you throw him up in the air and you catch him when he's really young. You know they they learn that risk and tolerance and stuff like that and they learn how to deal with it. Yeah. Whereas the mom will come into the room and she'll scream her head off. Yeah. I you dare do that? That's not safe. You know. I yep. mean, and 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 also too, what's happening is the prison system. You know, they looked at the prison system. And it's like 95% of the violent offenders in the prison system all come from single-parent households where they were raised by their mothers. Wow, is it that high? It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going with violent offenders, people that are murderers and stuff like that, and they say that lack of uh, you know, male author- authoritarian leadership in the home is affecting these boys where, where they don't know how to, I mean, because who's, who's going to teach them? Who's going to teach a little boy how to be a boy? The mom? <laughs> yeah. No, she'll you stifle know, him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean they, need, they need men in their lives. And baby him. To, she'll baby him. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's, and it turns them violent. Yeah. You know, and that's a problem. And, 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 you know, we're like, oh, well, what's going on with the black community? Why are we having all these problems? Well, why don't we start with the homes first? Right. Great you point. And, and stop feminizing our our young kids and, and, and te- teach our our boys to turn into men. You know, JLP is always saying back in the day when boys were boys and men were men. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. And, and, and back, you know, before, um, you know, Back in the '60s and stuff like that, and then in the '50s, um, you know, the, the black, the blacks had uh, more wedded couples in the home that were together than the white population. Yeah, I heard that before. And it's just, and it's just all one. It's just all one haywire. But yeah, but but it it, it it's a real problem. And I, it, I I'll throw this book at you. There, there's a book called The Boy Crisis. I've heard of that. Um, might be, yeah, it might be something. To I check think we out. might have uh, interviewed the guy. Who's the author? Oh, um, the boy crisis. I'll look is, it up. I'll look it up. We'll look it oh, up. Oh, yeah, Thank John Gray. John Gray. And oh, okay. Farrell. Yeah. Yeah, John Gray and Warren Farrell. Yep. yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, we they touch a I think lot we interviewed that. Warren Farrell before. He's great. He's uh, you know, he's he's really concerned about what's going on, and he's, he appeared he's on the that. on the Red Pill on that documentary, The Red Pill. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's him. Jesse interviewed yeah, I think, I Jesse think, interviewed Cassie J, who made that movie, okay. The Red Pill. The former, well, she's still honestly kind of a feminist, but she doesn't consider herself a feminist anymore. We've had oh, Warren on more than right. once. Yeah, that's right. She kind of she studied it right, and then she said it, and then after studying it, she reversed her position. Right. She thought that the MRAs were a bunch of woman haters, but she realized 
in interviewing all these people that it was actually the feminists who were the man haters, including male feminists. Yep. And the, yeah, the, if anything, that. the MRAs, the men's rights activists, were, in my opinion, too soft, too pro woman. It's like too pro actual equality. What a shame. Anyway, I appreciate yeah. it, Hugh. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, it was, it was great to talk to you. I uh, do appreciate it, and uh, look forward to uh, chatting up with you again soon. All right. Sounds good, man. Take okay. care. You have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Asmador says, so my ancestors who fought in the American and Texas revolutions didn't have to fight for what they have? Good answer to uh, that thing about blacks had to fight back in the day for what they got. Everybody had to fight. And households with married, healthy parents never used to get food stamps regardless of their income or welfare. Yeah. Just uh, misguided. By the way, I have a couple of Super Chats to read. Yeah, DLive is not allowing me to receive Super Chats. I guess I'm too edgy or something. Who knows? Sixto Rewhited gave a Super Chat and said, Joel Friday, he here. But come Joel Monday, he gone. Joel, he black. <laughs> you will be missed, brother. Best of luck with the prancing business. I'm <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's Lin Yen Chin-esque. Hey, I'm making up for some accidental chargebacks last week. Don't spend it all at once. Thank you, Sixto Rewhited. Appreciate that. That's cool. Jib Jab. Oh, I already read this one. Said, Joel doing us like Jorel doing us like a black man, just up and leaving. <laughs> Hot computer smell with the super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Says, I'd rather listen to Soul Junk than another minute of Earl's calls. And Soul Junk is, of course, that. Noisy Christian hip-hop music that I was playing the last few weeks. Let me quickly get to T in Alabama. I haven't heard from T in a while. T, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Nice. How about you? Doing well as well. Thank you. Okay, good, good. I want to ask you a question, Jay. Okay. I'm going to try to do I'm going to try to be real polite, you know, because, you know, you get real sensitive when somebody comes at you and want to <laughs> hang up. Let me, you know, you, um, so let me try to be as cordial as possible, you know. All right. Your, uh, all right. I just want to ask you something, man. You, you a white person, right? Yes. So, okay. Let me ask you, what makes you white, James? Uh... I was born this way. My parents, okay, my parents were white, and therefore I'm white. Okay. But they weren't really into the white thing. Therefore, I'm okay. not really into the white thing. So why do you call yourself white? Because, because I am yeah. white. Okay. Have you ever seen the color white? Yeah. And you, you look that color. And I make white look white. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, you know... You know the term white people were just used as a way of controlling, uh, putting people in a particular special category of folks, right? Yeah. That's how, that's how our minds work. We think in categories. Yeah. And we, yeah. that's how you we function, that, too. Yeah, you know, they, that, that term was first used back in the 1600s to separate uh, basically uh, a group of poor 
rebellious white people or so-called white people or Europeans at the time, yeah, Italians and so forth, from people of other colors. You you know that, right? I heard something along you know, those lines. Yeah, but yeah, you need yeah you need them and for all you white so-called white listeners, y'all need to read up on your history regards to how you sort of became to be turned white people. Because back in the day. You know, America but, is a whole bunch of different European. Mostly we're English. Well, Mostly well, we're you, English, you, but then we're also like Scottish, you know, which is also English, I guess. Interracial relationships back in that time, James, was very common. Do you know that? It was very common? Yes, very common. Is that because of the blacks were living amongst the whites? No, it was just the, the, and the Africans Indians? and the European females were, you know, like that. I mean that's I know that I know that that's how Mexicans came to be because the Mexicans and those other people are a bunch of Spaniards mixing mixing with the indigenous but, folks. Yeah, but this is my point is this, man. Yeah. Back before this group of elite, very say one percenters of so called white folks decided to um put that term into law. Okay. Right. What is your point? Like what is this. your point with this? Are you trying to well, say that point, it was? My, well, my point is, it's a made-up term, like y'all like to use on stuff. Uh -huh. Okay, my point is also, okay, the term "white people" was just simply a term used as control, a mind control, to separate people to keep power. Okay, but now what's, they but what's interesting about this T is that I'm not into the white thing. Well, yes, you are. And most whites because are not into the white thing. They don't. Well, they don't call themselves color, white. Man. They don't call themselves white. Color. Hold on, T. They don't call themselves white. They call themselves American, because they love America and they identify with America. Oh, yeah. And then, but there's an attack upon white Americans by James, people no, by yeah. people that you listen to. And, no, this is the thing. And so me, then, then we say, okay, we're white. But we don't. We're not into no, the color thing. Right. We're not into the race thing. You but you're into. But you, even though you don't call yourself black, I, I guess, are all into the black thing, and you're all sensitive when I talk about blacks. James, I'm not sensitive at all. Yeah, you are. See, this is one thing you understand about me. I'm not sensitive when it comes down to that. Okay, you are sensitive about it because, like I said, for some reason. You think your skin color makes you somebody very special. Not or true. That's exactly not true. <laughs> See, what's saying, James? You have or no you clue think, what you're talking about. Yes, I do, James. You're That's shallow. Because you James. think that I think that think. my skin color makes me think yeah, I'm special, like, but it has nothing James. to do with it. Okay, just like you told this one guy that called earlier about slavery and yeah. what you all, your, your people allow <laughs> people to do. And what they gave folks, okay, all right, what they gave y'all, what they you know, let y'all do, and this and that. Your, your ancestors, like the guy told you, they plan wasn't for uh, people of color, black folks, to be free at all, okay? Right. And they lost, it was right. We needed you guys okay? to work. But you know what, James, who got the, the, the main authority on how all things work out? Rather... Your white ancestors had Yeah, but y'all don't mention that, James. See, yes, we do. You don't, we, you don't, you don't, you don't even believe in God, T. Yes, I do, brother. No, you do not. 
but you don't. You believe in color and you believe in a in a political Not true. system. Nope. You believe in a conservative? Yes, you do, James. Po- That's politics, what about for. T. Politics That's is about. Hold about, on, man. T. Politics yeah. comes from God because it's from right. Ver- it's about right versus wrong. It comes from God or Satan, and so your politics yeah. are from Satan. Stop listening to your your uh, Jesse Lee. Uh, there you go. Point. There you no, go. Yeah, get rid of the run, James. Okay, but yeah, no, that I, is I the am. point. <laughs> yeah, I know you are because, because you know because you can't man. you can't call you're banned from the Jesse Lee Peterson no. show and you can't help but yourself but to talk about Jesse because Jesse lives rent no. free in your <laughs> mind. What that that ideology you talk about comes directly from him, man. No, so come off that, man. It's just come that he that. says something stuff that's true Yo. from God, no. and I recognize yeah, because, it as true. You know what, James? Because he put his skin color white folks on this pedestal. You love that. Okay, nope. you'll call You don't have no clue. That's the only reason they call your show, man, right. because they get to get on here and call other folks and judge other folks, but yet they want to say they're Christian people, right? No, in fact, but they want to in get fact, on your show and fact, judge T, in fact, T, T, who tells people to look at themselves, to check themselves, but Jesse Lee Peterson? Who else in the, in the, Okay. With any other platform, tells people examine yourselves. Oh, so Jesse name don't one judge person. Nobody, name one like person. Name. T. Name one person. Uh, Jesse don't. Yes, he That's does. Sure. Yes, he does. Jesse don't. You're blind. He does. Thing, James. No, not, okay. not another thing. You. Not another thing, T. Because you can't even ed- acknowledge the basic truth. James. And you're making accusations that are, apply it. to you. Come on. Come on with it, Jimmy. Because you're Come into the black thing. Right. I'm not into the you white thing. Yeah. You're into the yeah. black thing. So That's why you know this stuff Peterson. about how white came to be white. Because you're into yeah. that. You're nobody special, James. Your skin color makes you nobody special. Exactly. So I completely agree, but you're straw man. You're straw manning what you think I know. Because like a female, like a female, T, like a female, you think that you can read my mind, and you can't. James, you're blind. Oh, like you do when you call folks, talk about folks, and say what they are, right? Yeah, I do talk about do that, right? them and say what they are, but you're just making up stuff uh, about me. You don't judge folks, right? I do. Huh? I do. You don't judge folks. I do. You sit here and call But you black misjudge folks. me. I'm uh, not into the color thing. Give me a break. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, you're not. Right. James, okay, I'm going to challenge you. Go one day on your show and don't mention the term black or white. I'm not listening to your challenge. Your challenges okay. are stupid. Yeah, because you can't do it. I can do it, but I'm not going to do that James. because your challenges are dumb. And you know it. You're trying Y'all to control me. All right, goodbye. Let me talk to Bobby in Texas. Bobby, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good nice. Morning, James. Good to hear from you. So uh, I had, a, had two things now that I've been on hold for so long. People will be talking. I got a couple things to say. Speak up um, for me, off, Bobby. It's coming in kind of muffled. All right. Uh, and low. Just come closer to your phone. Better? Hold on. What the heck? Hang on, Bobby. <laughs> Let me get to Isaiah, first-time caller in Atlanta, Georgia. Hang on, Bobby. We're going to check on you. Isaiah, first-time caller in Atlanta, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Nice, nice. 
Hey, good morning, or good morning to you. It's a good afternoon over here. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to call, man. Um, okay. So I want to pick your brain on this. All right. So my girlfriend, she just got the vaccine, and I'm completely against the vaccine. I mean, maybe with more research and stuff, but for the most part, I'm against it. But I wanted to pick your brain on it. And see how where did, you how did she get it? If if you're against it, you said how did she get it? If I'm against it, yeah. She should have listened to me. I'm just asking. Oh, uh, I don't know. Was that beta of me? You think to let her? I don't know. Does she know but how you I feel think, about it? Yeah, she knows how I feel about it. But I think to the fact that like her family, um, uh, like her dad and uncle, and she actually had someone that passed away from it. So I guess like they're she's a little bit. She looks at it a little bit different. So did she ask your advice about it? Um. Not no no I guess not no she didn't no is that a red flag I don't know no I don't know you you yeah. sound doubtful of yourself now <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm, get I'm you like, doubtful <laughs> I don't know maybe I'm, I might be a little doubtful which which vaccine out of curiosity uh the Pfizer one I think yeah Pfizer everybody yeah. got the, the vaccine Pfizer. card and everything yeah she got the vaccine card and everything but I don't know I'm like. I don't know if I should even like be around her right now because she just got it or what. Yeah. Like, but um, what are your thoughts on it though? Do you, are you going to get it? Like, I have no plans. No. Okay. Yeah. Are they are they starting to the libs are tar- starting to swoo you though? It sounds. Swoo me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said you have no plans, but I feel like you would have been against it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not for it. I don't. First of all, I don't like shots, anyways. And right. second of all. This thing, it, there's this major push for it by mm-hmm. people I distrust, and that yeah, makes me yeah. that makes me not want to get it. And Definitely. then, um, yeah. third of all, like it's kind of new; it's untested. What if I yeah. want to make a baby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I told her the same thing. I'm like, dang, you're making it like you're putting me in a bind here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If How long have you been with her? Well, we've only been together for like four months, though, so five months. But I'm um, actually, she's she's very interesting. So I don't know. She may be the one, possibly. Interesting <laughs> isn't usually a good thing. Is she standing? Is she yeah. next to you? How come I hear? Yeah, chocolate? she's right here. That's funny. <laughs> no, she's here. <laughs> she's here. Like this is the first time she's ever heard of you or like listened to you. But I was listening to you today, and then nice. I was like, I think she just call in. So, yeah, <laughs> she's like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> That's funny. Because I'm shouting at the blacks. <laughs> that and 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 about the women. Oh <laughs> yeah, she's actually Mexican though. What so. are you? Uh, I'm black. Okay, I'm black. Uh-huh. Are you like Joel type black or are you black black? Because <laughs> Joel has like Hispanics in his family, whites, Creole. No, no, no. I got you. Black. I'm I'm like black black, but I think you guys would consider me more of a Joel black. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Interesting, man. But yeah, no, I like legit. I've been listening to you and and Jesse actually for the past like three years. It's funny because I'm I'm a big fan of um uh, I'm not I guess not really big fan, but I'm a fan of uh, Tariq Nasheed and I remember the Jesse Lee interview that you guys did. Yeah, and uh, ever since then I've been like listening to you guys. <laughs> nice, the Fallen State yeah. one or the one on the radio show. Both. I watched both. Okay. I think I saw the one on the radio show first, and yeah. then I watched the Fallen State one. But okay. both were good. 
entertaining. Yeah. But I mean, I really agree with a lot of the things that you guys say about like the principle based stuff, like forgive your mother and, you know, uh, forget, you know, return to the father and, you know, forgive your parents. And, you know, like there's some really good elements in there that, that you guys teach. Yeah. Did you vote for Trump this time around? I, I didn't vote for Trump. Actually, honestly, I didn't even vote period. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Biden, to be honest, um, nor was I really of Trump. But if I were to vote, I probably would have leaned a little bit more towards Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but more for, like, different reasons, because I don't really like the agenda of the liberals or the Democratic Party at this very moment. And it's it's really sketchy with what's what's going on and, and everything. But yeah. not to say that the conservative or the Republican Party is doing any better, but it's just, you know, that they tend to agree with a little bit more of the, the things that I agree with, like, you know, true, you know, keeping the modern or not the modern family, but the, you know, the, uh, the family together and principles based Christian based, you know, and I feel like this too, Hey, a lot of black people in general lean more towards right conservatism. But I think what's happened in the past 30, 40 or so odd years is there's, you know, been, um, I guess an agenda to get, blacks to the the democratic party maybe so man but it seems like there mm -hmm. has always been at least since the time of uh booker t washington versus that guy who trade america yeah du bois yeah there's Mm -hmm. always been like this communism versus uh decency if you will i don't know Mm -hmm. in some cases there are some anti-communists who are not decent probably most people Mm -hmm. but like um I mean, if you look at South Africa, it's basically taken over by communists, and yeah. mm-hmm. so it's it's not a good situation. And and there's the mm-hmm. black church has turned basically communist too. They believe in this redistribution of wealth and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. reparations and that. Yeah. Uh, what is that theology? What is that type of theology? Um, freedom theology. Um, uh, is it is it uh uh, wealth, uh, what is it, prosperity gospel. No, not just a prosperity gospel. I'm talking about the yeah. one that has to do with, uh... Take uh, from the rich, give to the poor? No, it has to do with race. It's something to oh. do with, uh... I'm, I'm blanking on the term. But anyway, uh-huh. it's it's like a race-based theology of, of blackness and, and fighting yeah. white supremacy and stuff. It's a shame. It's wow, infecting the whole... It's infecting the country... Black liberation theology. Thank you, Armius. Yeah, oh, okay. black, liberation, black theology. liberation theology. Yeah. But we actually, I took an AMFAM, I took an African American studies class, and they talked a little bit about that in there. Yeah. Black liberation theology. That's yeah. kind of like what uh, Obama's church was, I think, with Jeremiah mm-hmm. Wright Jr., yeah. in which he's like, God damn America. And yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> nice. Gotcha. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Last question, since yeah. we're talking about this topic. Um, now, I know that you're like an apprentice of Jesse Lee, right? But do you agree with the fact, or do you think, because I never heard you say this specifically, but do you do you believe in racism, or do you think racism is a thing? Because I hear often, you know, Jesse says how no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobicism. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I don't. No, you know, I... I don't know if I ever really bought into the notion of racism because I was, I was a, I'm an older millennial. And so when they taught in school, they talked about, I did learn the word discrimination. 
And then later on, I heard about racism, and I would hear some of my Asian friends who were who had come here from Hong Kong accuse mm-hmm. like one of my best friends who was like Dutch Indonesian and Japanese, like his grand his grandparents went to the internment camps. He was like they called him a racist, and I'm like, like all these all these cries of racism, none of them ever yeah. made sense. Um, it was it seemed like an assumption, like you, how do you know what's in somebody's heart? And so it never, and if you think about it, like, nobody says, oh, I am a racist, unless they don't think that it's that bad of a thing, right? Gotcha, yeah. And so it's, if, if nobody's guilty of it, or if most people aren't guilty of it, then it's a, it's better to have a vice that everybody can be guilty of, such as false judgment, or injustice, or something like that. Where you can point to a person and that person who's pointing at you can be guilty of it themselves and Mm -hmm. People like commonly people would say oh blacks are so racist and because they're encouraged to think in the in the terms of race and they'll make assumptions about other people that have nothing to do with reality because they're taught to believe that they're victims of racism and that they can't be racist so no Mm -hmm. I, I when he said racism doesn't exist, it made total sense to me. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I don't know if I completely buy into it. And I understand with the racism or the ism, which is the practice of something, right? But he's saying that those practices, or you guys are saying that the practices are evil, and it's just evil. It's not yeah, and, a and certain and label on it. It's, it's, it's not evil. It's either good or evil. It's either right or mm. wrong. It's either true or false because sometimes stuff that's called racist, in fact, most of the time, the stuff that's called Mm -hmm. racist is something Mm -hmm. you have a perfect right to do or you're telling, just telling the truth or Mm -hmm. this or that. Most of the time when people cry racism, it's for Mm -hmm. trying to do something right. Like Trump Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. at the border, that's called racism, Mm -hmm. right? Some people call it racism, even though it's, they're not a race, but that's Mm -hmm. called racism, but that's because he's trying to do something just. So usually it's just a false accusation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So would you say you don't, well, I mean, you can't really speak of another person, but I know, like, I know a lot of people hate Trump. And I think it's the, some of the things that I, that the people hate Trump for, I actually like about him. I like I the transparency in politics. Yes. I like, you know, to, to stand up and to say, no, America's first. America is not going to sit around and get pushed around and, and be docile, like, you know, just look weak. Yeah. You know? That's one thing I can say about that. That That's that manhood that is hated, yeah. and they have, like, they read into, they read harshness or, or hatred into something that is just bad being, about being a man, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's so true. And I think, too, we've gotten into say that, like, men have to be docile and, and not saying that you should walk around angry and be picking fights and stuff, but no, if you see something, I'm going to speak on it, I'm going to say what I believe, and I'm going to go on about my way, I'm not going to sit here and just let anything happen. Yeah, you know? that's what I like about so. the old school American men who didn't put up with mm-hmm. crap, and, and you would think, mm-hmm. oh, that old man is an a-hole or whatever, but yeah. you would also <laughs> respect him, and that exactly. was what kept some order in society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Nice. Well, it's good to good, talk man. with you, Isaiah. It's good talking to you, too, man. This has been, this is like, made my day, the rest of my day. Nice, <laughs> man. Are you doing cool. that? Hey, you agree with uh, Jesse about no sex before marriage? Um, 
I, I, I do. Um, I do to a, de- a degree. <laughs> do to a I degree. follow that all the way? <laughs> I have to say no. That's interesting. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, I can understand it. I see it, and I want to do that, but it's hard. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate hearing from no? you, Isaiah. Maybe someday you can fly out for a yeah. men's forum, or you no, can... dude. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in L.A. Actually, uh, well, I'm gonna be in Vegas in May, and then I'll probably be in L.A. in June. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna come up there and go to church and everything. Nice. Appreciate that. Yeah. When's the men's forum in May? Men's forum is first. Typically, it's first Thursday of the month, 7 p.m. at Bond. And so whatever the first Thursday of May is, but just call ahead and make sure because every now and then, very rarely, there is something that comes up, a conflict, and it doesn't happen. So just make sure. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it, Isaiah. It's good good. to talk with you. Good to talk to you, too. Hey, take care of yourself. All right. You as well. All right. All right. Nice. I got to get back to Bobby in Texas. Bobby, I didn't mean to take so long. Appreciate you fixing your phone. What's up? Oh, not much, man. Thanks for getting back to me. Um, all time, I got to work fast here, so I'm gonna might be moving. So first off, I wanted to say thanks to Zach for the happy birthday yesterday, and uh, in response to what Lynn Wood had said earlier, uh, like my family fought in the Revolutionary War, the yep. Texas Revolutionary War, every every battle that America has ever fought: Korea, World War Two, World War One. Like, I mean, we, we, and then they settled Texas in a covered wagon, lived in a dugout, never owned one slave in the entire history of the country. Not that like, there's anything wrong with the, that. Right. But I'm not in the, and I'm not in the majority, you know, I'm in the, I'm not in the minority. I'm in the majority of white people. Most yeah. of us didn't, weren't so, weren't so privileged to have somebody doing work for us. Yeah. Like we fought the Comanche Indians. My great grandma or great, great, great grandmother was actually kidnapped by the, uh, Comanches was nice. raised and uh, bred with uh, Kiwana Parker. Like then her her sibling, her children were later, you know, rescued. And she that's who you know my my heritage was. So it's like we definitely fought for what we have, and it yeah. wasn't just some easy ride. Even the slave and owners then, didn't have it easy. We have it easier than the slave owners today. Oh, of course, technology is made yeah. light years easier for that. But on my main topic, like, have you noticed the uh, YouTube is getting rid of the down toots for, you know, videos like what Biden's putting out? Oh, yeah, down voting. Yeah, I heard that they made it so that you can't see how many. (laughs) Oh, I bet you that's because of Biden, huh? Because Biden was getting like 10 times, 100 times as many down votes as he was up votes or something like that. Maybe it was just 20 to 1 on average. And And they've even gone so far as to remove dislikes from the platform in the middle of videos and such, to, yeah. you know, to get it to, because then they still are getting ratioed out to 20 to one. Wow. And also he's taken on, they've disabled the live chat. Like, so you can't chat while the videos are being recorded. And you also, they removed the even posted video chat. So like once it's already posted, you can't, you can't comment on it. Wow. So it's like, even, even though Donald Trump was so hated and everybody, oh, I can't stand Trump. He never had videos. It was very rare that Trump would have a video be ratioed. Right. <laughs> he always had more likes than dislikes. Yep. It was like, but we're supposed to believe that this most popular president in U.S. history can't, you know, get more than 2,000 votes on, you know, even his most popular videos. That is funny. Get, 
but you can get eight, nine, ten thousand dislikes at the same time. Great points. So, yeah, uh, for the boomers, ratioed means when you're your ratio to likes versus dislikes, or th- things along those lines, it, or other indicators, are out of proportion. Like for Joe Biden, he had twenty times as many dislikes as likes in many cases on average, I guess. And yeah, they got rid of the, the ability to dislike a video. Or you can dislike it, but it doesn't count the number of dislikes. It only counts the number of likes. So that's such female kissing up, pretending that Joe Biden is popular. <laughs> and they want to tell us it's, there's nothing productive from downvotes. Uh, excuse me, that's like probably one of the most productive things you can have is people telling you, hey, we don't like yeah. what you're doing. Yep. It's like if you're, and then you don't want to see it. Unless like, you oh. know where people stand. That's what I loved about YouTube comments. People would say, oh, YouTube comments are so harsh. And yeah, they were. Sometimes they're vulgar. But I like YouTube comments because you get to know what the people think exactly. <laughs> yeah, what, what exactly, because they're hiding behind. They can actually say anything they want. So it's like yeah. you're getting a fair representation of what people believe and think about what you're doing. And then for you to disable those chats so people can't say it when you're the president of the country is very, it's just pathetic. Yeah. Trump, you know, put up with all kinds of hate and definitely people didn't like him, but he never disabled his his comments. He never shied away from any of the heated debates. Like he was ready to face the music for everything. Yeah. They didn't even let him ban people. It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, but, uh, what did he, what is it called? Block people. Because he would block people right. who were just too obnoxious. They didn't even let him do block people, but now they're like doing total affirmative action for Joe Biden. It's pathetic. Maybe it's a hundred yeah, to really one. Is. Anyway, Bobby, appreciate it, man. I gotta run. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank right, you. Take it easy, buddy. You too. I gotta get to Missy in San Diego, California. First time caller. Missy, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, James. Hey. Nothing much. Hey, um, I just really quick, just because you guys just said that, the reason Trump wasn't allowed, he did block somebody, and then they, uh, Twitter and the media said, that's in, that's interfering with people's First uh, Amendment. They yeah. should be able to comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, then he got his right thing, it wouldn't even speak. How stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, I wanted to, I just, it's so funny, because I never really fully, completely understood why you said um, being proud of slavery in any way until like that second, and I called and I got it through. I'm like, oh my god! But, nice. So I I don't think you mean it like somebody that nobody's really proud of. Be- I mean, it's like it's like somebody's grandfather when they tell stories. Of, oh, I used to walk three miles in the snow with no shoes. Nobody's proud that you know to do that, but they did it, and it's like something that you know you just like I got here. But yeah, but it, and it's just like what you go through. But my parents. I'm legal, right? I'm I'm Canadian Australia. My parents came here totally illegally, but not like anchor bathing. My parents were partying. My dad was smuggling like hash through uh, Canada. They're they're Canadian and Australian, and they would come here to party and then sell this stuff in wow. Canada and go to India. Yeah, it's very interesting. But when they divorced, I was I, I was you know my grandfather was already a, a dual citizen, and so I was sponsored. But anyways, um, I'm like. And I, it's just weird because I understand it, 
I understand what you mean. I don't. I think people are taking it the wrong way. They immediately get all defensive and persnickety, like, "Oh, you know, it's like white guys saying he's proud of slave." It's not even really like that. It's just like how you got here and what you know, what you like. I'm not proud of my parents for coming here yeah. and doing that. It's what they did. I know some people be like, "Oh, it's so cool," you know. Oh my God, it's smuggling. It's really. It's not. It's just interesting, and it is. And but I make sure I keep my green card up. That's why right. I love those people that are <laughs> all about the wall and all that. Up. Yeah, big time. But I totally get it. That's but so people really should think about. It. It's not. It's not a like probably like oh who's a slave and I'm really proud of it or I was a slaveholder. I'm really proud of it. It's just like that's what it was. Right. And look where we're at. You know that's it. Period. Yeah. It has nothing. It really has nothing to do with any kind of. It has nothing to do with racism. That's for sure. Right. Zero. It has. Yeah. It's like the Bible says. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, because the testing mm-hmm. of your faith produces perseverance. But it's not even a trial to be living in America right now. I mean, yeah, it's a no, trial. You be- know what it is? Like, Life itself he, is when, because when, people are messed up. But but, but they when, they never he, had it so good. Says, <laughs> yeah, when, I forget the guy's name, but which because I pressed pause, I don't remember his name, and there's probably somebody after him. But he said, um, he said, uh, what did he say? Something about. Um, Oh crap! I can't remember. It's something about uh, something about the the slave thing or whatever. And damn, then I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I totally forgot. But it's just it's not the way it it just it is. It happened, and it's like we're we're not there. Right. It was just a reality of life back then. Talk about it. I should be able to talk about it with somebody whose parents did whatever, and who cares? Yes. Get get over yourself, big time. Because it didn't happen to you. You are where your art's about right now. Yeah, that's why people can't have a decent conversation. That's why Earl doesn't talk about things about right this way. He talks about crap that's like something he found, <laughs> something you heard, something he wants to tell you that you're you're wrong, and he's going to point something at you. But he really nothing is is right now and and real. It's stupid. Yeah, thank you, Missy. He's like a, he's like a hen pecking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> thank you, James. I appreciate it. Thank you, Missy. Take care. Have a good day. You Bye. too. Zach, a first-time caller in Illinois, we're overtime, but let me quickly let you have 30 seconds to get it out, please. Okay, real real quick, remember when Joel said our Kansas? Yes, very well. And then and then he was like, oh, no, they spelled it wrong, and then Jesse said, no, that's not how it's So my question is, before that, how did Joel think Arkansas was spelled? Did you think about, did you ever wonder what, how Arkansas was spelled? I never thought twice about it, <laughs> worried about it, nothing. That's funny. But, you probably but, thought it was well, A-W. I'm going to explain my logic <laughs> real quick. Is that, because Kansas is spelled, and this just sounds so crazy, but it's the truth. Kansas is spelled the way Kansas is spelled, right? So when I first seen it, A-R, and then Kansas, you just pronounce it the way your mind is familiar with pronouncing other things that are spelled the same way. So uh, it just made sense to me, and and I think about 30% of the the rest of the world, but they're just hiding (laughs) out because they don't want to look crazy like I did. (laughs) Thank you, Zach. You're welcome. I wish Joel well uh, with everything. Right on. Appreciate you. All right, that's all. All right, take care. Thanks, Zach. Bye. Bye. Uh, Art from Ohio, I could not get to you. Hope you hope to hear from you tomorrow. You got some. You got made fun of by Skip. Oh, there's gonna be a war. 
And Sixto Rewhited says, I see T hasn't learned anything since his last call. Amazing. Thank you, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for JLP's stuff. JoelFridayTV.com. Also, TheGiftedOfDance.com. Very nice. And RebuildingTheMan.com for the Bond stuff. Men's Forum tonight, guys. See you there. Take care. Yeah. <laughs>